Hi, I'm Adam. I'm Kai. And I'm Malin. This is We Like Games. This is a serious and professional podcast. Let's get it started. Um, all right. So, should we do the number fact? Let's start with the number fact. Yeah. This is episode number four. So, number four, if anyone is not familiar with this, ep- with this format, I still don't really know the rules of this segment, but basically we have a um, number fact based on the number of the episode. So, since this is episode number <laughs> four... I feel like those four, rules are fairly self-explanatory, Marlon. Yeah, but I think I'm taking them a bit too literal at times but anyways this is episode number four uh, so that means that i'm gonna make a talk about something interesting like a fact about the number four that is related to video games so this week this time i want to talk to you about um i don't know for me i have this perfect i have this idea of what a four-player game is like as soon as Ooh, i think of a four-player game i'm thinking of mario kart cool so, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about the first Mario Kart. And you're saying you take it too... Li- <laughs> too literal? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like you, don't, you had a disclaimer to explain why you're talking about Mario no, Kart. I understand. The four. Because if, if you just said, we're talking about the number four, so I picked Mario Kart, I would not immediately make the connection. So, I appreciate the lead-in. See? See? So, Mario Kart was originally launched... Um, called Super Mario Kart in 1992. And this was not the Mario Kart that had four players. Um, <laughs> so that's just a fun fact about, in general about Mario Kart. Okay, I, first... I, I, I take it back. It's now falling <laughs> apart a bit. But the first four-player Mario Kart game was Mario Kart 64. Uh, and that's what I want to talk to you about. Um, it also has a four in its title. I Man, know, Mullen, you're perfect. so well. Do you want to have some more numbers? No, Mario no, this, Kart, is, this is very good. Mario Kart 64 was also the first game that introduced the triple red and triple green uh, turtle shells. Really? No. Yeah. yeah. I, Super Nintendo once had that, right? Not the triple ones. You had single turtle shells, mm. I believe. You also get triple mushroom and the blue shell was introduced in Super Mario, uh, in Mario Kart 64. Aren't we all happy about that one? <laughs> I think it makes the game what it is today. Uh, but yeah, this was like our, all, all of our favorite game of playing, at least my favorite game, uh, playing four player four, in a four-player mode. And I felt like that was sort of the only way I played it at first. Uh, it was just like this perfect game if you're like a group of friends and you need to play something that everyone can enjoy. And yeah, that was Mario Kart 64. That's all I got for you today. Cool. Mm. cool. I'll take I it. I loved Mario Kart 64. Yeah, me too. Was, and then four-player mode was better than... Like two players, because you know you always feel kind of like ripped off if <laughs> if if you get if you get a raw deal with like a blue shell or something mm-hmm. like that. But with four players, even if you get screwed, you still have a chance of like beating someone else who got screwed worse than you. So <laughs> you know it, it usually evened out. Yeah. How, how, where do you sit on the uh, arena mode versus race mode for four players debate? Mm. What the hell is arena mode? The, the battle mode where you have three balloons and you shoot your, shoot each other. See, I really like it. But I don't think it's something I will play for an extended period of time. Well, as the racing mode is something I can play for hours. Okay. Yeah. You? I was pretty much exactly a 50-50 split. We we play, alternated because my f- group of friends that we played Mario Kart with was kind of split. So we're, we're, we were re- reasonable children. So we just compromised and we, we alternated between race and, and battle. <laughs> wow. All right. Mm. Mm. Democracy. <laughs> I always considered arena mode like an... 
like a tacked on afterthought to the game <laughs> probably and I was, was. Just like <laughs> you know it just felt like this is this is boring it's like we're all just sitting here shooting each other and it's random see i wonder was the arena mode available in crash bandicoot before it was available in mario kart and it was sort of like an ad- adaptation of the no crash i think bandicoot it was one? more of a look we can do a 3d games so let's build like 3d 3d arenas that you can race through but it was super i'm I'm totally on board with with you adam it was super boring when you were like the last two alive and you couldn't even find each other in that stupid arena well race kind of doesn't have that cool let's move on to our next segment um this time we have a special segment um which is going to be really exciting. So uh, we were thinking that many people are still staying away from each other, doing social distancing and staying home in their, oh yeah, in the comfort of their own home. <laughs> so we wanted to talk about some games that we would uh, found, that we found exciting to, to play, like uh, just a variety of games that could be really good for people who are s- staying home right now. And what better way to talk about games is than making talking about games a game. <laughs> so we decided to make it a bracket. We all put a random bunch of uh, games in a list, and we picked 16 games of those, put them uh, uh, into a randomizer, and they will now be in a single knockout uh, uh, bracket style. We'll decide who is winning our stay-at-home games bracket. Mm. And the winner will be declared... The best game to play while stuck at home, That's officially. <laughs> so we'll we'll create a custom badge that that game's development company can put on their website. <laughs> yeah, you think they will they will pick us up on that? Yeah, <laughs> I hope it's not Super Mario sixty four because I don't know if they even have a website. Oh goodness! <laughs> uh, before we talk about the games, one thing I was just curious about is. Um, maybe real briefly, I'd like to know what, what criteria would you use or are you going to use in, in deciding what makes a good, uh, game to play while stuck at home? So, Malin, uh, what, what criteria have you, have you used or are you planning on using in, in deciding these? <laughs> so, I think I, when I picked, like, I think all three of us picked some games that we thought were contenders for this, for this game. And when I picked mm-hmm. those originally, and I think it will stick with the same sort of idea was that I wanted something that can, that is sort of fun. Like, like a, <laughs> like a nice game. I don't want something scary. So mm-hmm. I picked some like fun games, but they're still slightly sh- like quite challenging. I didn't want to play something like a work simulator. Um, so I picked something that are just like some Nintendo games, like some colorful games. Uh, another thing that I looked at was multiplayer games because I think that can be really nice. Like, if you, like, ideally, if you can play them online, that would be really great. But also, if you are two people at home stuck together, you can play the games together, and I think that can just be be a be a fun way of like relaxing. So I looked at those things as well. Another thing was I wanted to have a variety and try to get some like workout games in there as well. So I picked some uh, some VR games as well. Um, so those are, I think VR games are probably quite high up criteria for me. Like games that make you healthy while you're stuck at home is a good thing. And I'm probably going to vote for those. Cool. Sounds good. What about you, Kai? Um, look, I, I kind of just pick games I really like. Um, <laughs> no, no, no strategy. There. <laughs> um, so it's, I don't know. There are certain things that kind of felt like they were excluded if they were too too dark or too depressing because it's like you already spent more time indoors so it's like uh, i don't want to have like a i don't know a game where you're mostly in a bunker so i I try to be there i have i have more than 16 games that i like so i pick the ones that are slightly more on the uplifting side or like for the vr side slightly more towards 
movement to kind of compensate for for the lack of movement that we otherwise might have in our lives. But otherwise, I just yep. picked picked sixteen game, uh, eight <laughs> games that I that I, <laughs> that I liked. Makes sense for me. It was kind of a combination of things you guys have already said. I. I I wanted some games that I thought provided a good uh, distraction from mm-hmm. the the stresses mm-hmm. of being cooped up at home and everything going on in the world. Things that were a little more maybe games that are fun, positive feeling games, games that kind of make me laugh or smile. Uh, I did tend to pick uh, ones that were maybe more a little more open world with exploration because if I'm cramped, if I'm stuck at home, at least I can get out and explore mm-hmm. in a in a video game. And also, yeah, nothing, nothing too dark, nothing too violent, nothing too, you know, murdering people, etc. <laughs> um, even though some, some, some of my favorite games involve just, you know, like shooting a bunch of people, but I, I purposely, at least in my picks, avoided those because, uh, you know, just wanted something <laughs> a little more lighthearted. All right. So what we're going to do here is like a head to head type of tournament. So we're going to have uh, two different games and we all have to vote for which one we think should being nominated or continues being nominated as the best stay-at-home game uh, to play of the year, I guess. Um, and yeah, then once you get, then, then we're just slowly gonna eliminate more and more games. We're starting out with eight different rounds, uh, so two, one, sixteen games in the beginning. Then we go down to eight games, uh, and then we go down to four games. Then we go down to two games. Nice. So the first one is uh, Pistol Whip versus Super Mario sixty four. Ooh, oh, that is that is already starting with a very challenging first. Uh, I have played neither of these games, so I will let you guys do most of the debating. And if there is a uh, you can't agree, maybe I'll just do the tie breaking vote based. I mean, on... you have to, you have to vote. So I think our job now is to like sell you on this and make sure that we get you over to one of our sides. Ah, okay, I'm the jury for this one. Yeah. Um, so I put Pistol Whip in there and I think that was something that, again, like a workout game, I think that's really important for people to stay healthy and move around now. And I think it can't, it's not always, I think all of us don't like working out. We just don't, we don't just want to like do like exercises at home just randomly, but something like Pistol Whip is actually a really good game for you to move a lot. So you're sort of getting some cardio, but you're also doing a lot of like squatting. So you do some like intense, like muscle exercises as well. And that's why I think this is really good. So you're sort of working out without even thinking about it and you have fun playing a game at the same time. Um, yeah. I think that's my sell cool. on Pistol Whip. Okay? And I think I, I kind of have to agree. Because it's <laughs> it's VR, it kind of takes you... You know, you might not see as many places at the moment. So VR kind of mm. inherently kind of makes you see a different place. And the workout aspect just... I mean, despite my, my long-declared love for Super Mario 64, I do think Pistol Whip shouldn't make it into next round in this particular bracket. However, I would still recommend people playing Super Mario 64 if they haven't yet. Adam. <laughs> Well, that's interesting that you said that because I have not played Super Mario 64 or Pistol Whip. And everyone is always aghast when I say I've not played Super Mario 64. And the thing I wonder about that is, well, this is a whole different tangent, but is it really by, by today's standards as good of a game as it was groundbreaking at the time? And is it more like it would be fun for someone who's stuck at home, who's played it before, who wants to live a little bit of nostalgia and feel good, uh, Mario playtime? Or is it, would it really be, uh, engaging for someone like me who, you know, I love Mario games. So in general, that's, that's, uh, 
you know attractive mm. it's a bit like if you, it's a bit like watching a classic movie just because it's old i mean you kind of take that as a as a baseline right it's it's an older game so certain things will be feeling old but i think as a as far as gameplay goes it's still a solid i mean also just historically it i think if you're interested in games you will see the value of what they did for the first time ever in this kind of setting like just how much how good of a game they got as the first kind of proper 3D semi hub world open world uh, uh, jump and run game. So I do think you would still enjoy it, despite obviously. I mean, Super Mario Galaxy would be like if you would uh, have them in the heads up would probably be the better game. But I still mm-hmm. think if you're if you're interested in games as a as a medium and its history, I do think you would appreciate it, and you wouldn't be too annoyed about some of the gameplay quirks because you know that it, you're playing something that's both having historic value but also having fun gameplay your well thought out argument has failed to convince me so i will pick pistol whip all right pistol whip. <laughs> <laughs> all right so i think pistol whip got three votes so mm. also i want to I, I you know i i i'm a follower not a trailblazer <laughs> Cool. So, Pistolbot made it into the second round. That brings us to our second matchup. This one, man, <laughs> I feel like those rounds are not starting off easy. This one is uh, The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild versus Control. <sighs> well, interesting. I don't know if I actually played Breath of the Wild. I watched you play it, Kai. Mm-hmm. But I don't think I actually played played it myself <laughs> but i think and the same with control. so then you're the i think then you're the tiebreaker because <laughs> yeah. i think adam both adam and i played both games mm. well you added control kai so yes. why don't you why don't you start and talk about that a little bit <sighs> control is just a game that i was always like since since announcement it it's somehow felt intriguing to me i don't know what it was about it it was kind of the combination of the gameplay the kind of atmosphere the it seemed like both kind of witty fun but also kind of creepy engaging i don't know it 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 really hit all my all my spots and i played fairly recently because uh other things came up and i i didn't get until that uh into it until recently and it was the first time in a long time that i just couldn't stop playing i like every every day i played a couple of hours of control until i actually beat the game and it was also a game where i was very drawn into side missions usually i'm not someone who's like super religious about side missions i'm like i i played a main mission i might do some side mission missions as a as a drive-by but usually not not fully intentional it's more like I don't really know what next core mission is, so let me just do this one and see what happens. Well, Control, I was actually trying to... Like, something in me wanted to kind of attempt it at a 100%-ish completion rating, which I haven't had in a long time. And that's Mm -hmm. why I thought it would be a good candidate for this kind of setting, because it's something where I think the gameplay is fun, it's kind of refreshing, despite being kind of familiar and comfortable, but also something where you can... Dis- like discover a lot of things and find a lot of other like hidden parts and side missions and it being fun and entertainment entertaining to get there and still a game that's challenging there might be a certain like side mission boss fights you might not make in the first try and you want to become better at the game or, or gain more abilities before you attempt it again and i think that is a good formula for a game that kind of 
draws you in for a longer time like like it is right now and there's dlc so if you're done with the game the main game there's yep. more more hours of content you can you can buy and and enjoy so i think that's why why control was was something i wanted to suggest for this mm. yep yep right. i uh i love control i think it's an awesome game for all the reasons you stated and i considered putting it on uh proposing it for this list and the main reason i didn't is i felt like it's a game where you spend the entire time trapped in a building, more or less. That's not yeah. like the, the core yeah. plot, but that is sort of the, the, the scenario. Yeah. And it does have a bit of a claustrophobic feel in some areas. Mm-hmm. See, that's a good argument but, as well. See, that's why I think it's very interesting that this is versus Breath of the Wild, which is like this like open yes. world that's like be- a beautiful forest, which is really like, I would love to go for a hike now. Like, <laughs> so, so like I'm as a, bystander i'm just gonna pick that game because i think it looks beautiful and it's more motivating right now um, yeah it's probably my least favorite matchup because i really think yeah. both of those games could make it into the finals otherwise mm-hmm. like they, they would have been a good final too yeah maybe. and now we have to kick them out in in the first round which is really yeah. really tough mm-hmm. um yeah. so I'll, I'll pitch uh, breath of the wild a little bit harder just because i you know it is um i mean most people have either played it already a little bit or have played other Zelda games and kind of know somewhat what they're in for. But the thing I, I like about it is, you know, if, if you still have more story to play, you can, you can play the, the main story if you haven't played it before. But it's a game that really encourages you to kind of just to do whatever you want. If you want to collect, uh, all the things you need to collect and find all the things you need to find, mm. you can focus on that. Mm. You can also just decide, you know, there's a cool mountain over there that mm. I have never seen the top of. And I just want to see if I can figure out a way to climb up to the top and, and prove that I can mm. do it. And then, you know, parasail down. And so for me, uh, because there were, there's so many different ways you can play it, uh, depending on what, what kind of mood you're in from a quick five minutes just to roam around and, and look at stuff to like more goal oriented or cook for a while. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So All that's right. that's, I'm, I'm that's why I picked it. But again, Control is an awesome game. Yeah, and I know. If you have not played Control, you should absolutely play it. But if I had to pick between these two, I would pick Breath of the Wild. I think you convinced me. For this setting, Breath of the Wild is definitely the the. It has to win despite it being a v- extremely difficult decision to to keep Control out. But also, like Breath of the Wild has such an infinite amount of things to do. So I, I do think it is it is the better pick. Mm. Let's continue with the next one. The next one is is less challenging. Also, very two very different games. Two very different games. Yeah. Red Dead Redemption Two versus Get Packed, which I almost feel like is an unfair like heads up. I don't know. I mean, Get Packed is a is a fun game. Yeah. It's, it's great. You can sit on a couch, couch co op. I think it's both couch co op and um, online co op. Yeah, but it really shines couch co op, right? It's the, the the premise of the game is you're essentially a removalists and people pay you to to just move things out as quickly as possible mm-hmm. and it's a very chaotic game, but it's like it's it's fun, right? You're sort of failing at it and you can't really be great at it. But and it's designed to kind of encourage explosions and things breaking yeah. and everything <laughs> kind of falling apart and and it's like there are like a lot of kind of physics involved so you might hold on to something but then you hit a wall and then spins around and hits hits something else that unfolds over or you accidentally yeah. knock your partner out and mm-hmm. then they're passed out for like uh, five seconds. Yeah, and- you might accidentally pack your partner into the van, like the shipping <laughs> van, and then you're just having to pack the house by yourself because mm. your partner is gone. And yeah, there are lots of fun things like that. Uh, it's it's a chaotic game that it is super fun. Yeah, Red Dead Redemption is just 
I mean, it's Red Dead Redemption. I think it's... I, I don't know if we need to describe what this is. It's just for, for like, I don't know. Do you know, Adam, how many hours of gameplay you have in there? I don't know. For, for me, I don't know. But probably on the lower side, just because I... I tended to just focus on the the story, and when okay. I got through that, I was I felt satisfied. I was sidetracked sometimes by some of the missions, not ever by like the the crafting stuff in games. Never gets me. I don't know why. It's like hunters yeah. animal. I'm like, mm, nah, I'm not. Um, or or get special. I don't know clothing. I'm like, I, I really don't care. I barely care about clothing in real life. I, I definitely do not care about clothing in in video yeah. games. Um, but again, if if you're if you're into that world, it's it's very open world, like it's, very. It's not very. It's also very realistic, right? Like yeah. everything seems to have a lot of like, lot of details in it. Yeah, um, and a lot of scenery, a lot. And if you do want to really get into it, I, I'm sure you can get a hundred hours of gameplay out of that game, right? Yeah, yeah. So I I, I strongly vote for Red Dead Redemption Two, not because the pact is bad, yeah. just because it is. It's just such an expansive game. It's, and it's a simulation. If if you if you if you miss going camping, you can go camping. Yeah. <laughs> if you miss going fishing, you can go fishing. You don't have to do anything related to missions. You can just hunt and fish and camp and uh, cook your meat on your campfire mm. uh, and maybe get something out of that. Mm. You cannot uh, move out of an apartment though. So that's that's in the get back column. <laughs> <laughs> See, I haven't um, I haven't played Red Dead Redemption, but I think it's yeah. seen, it's a game I really want to play. Get packed is really fun and it's great. Like like we said, when you're stuck at home and you want to play something co in, in co op mode, one there are few like several downsides to it. One is that it's quite short at the moment. They have talked about that they will add more and more um, content. Um, as it's yeah. available, so I'm looking forward to that. But it does—you you don't have that much playtime on it. You can mm. continue adding, like getting a high score and stuff like that. Um, but I think that is something missing. Another thing is that it's a Stadia exclusive, so I don't feel mm. like I'd rather recommend something that everyone can get access to, like, or more people can get access to. I mean, for yeah. for for multiplayer, it's actually not too bad. You need like a Chrome browser, right? So it's actually fairly accessible. Yeah, that's true. So if you if you do want to play, you can just buy the game. You don't need yeah. a subscription. You can play just that game. My, my my concern about Get Packed, and I've not played it, but it reminds me of games like Overcooked, it which I of, love. Yeah, but I purposely didn't put pick Overcooked because Overcooked has been known to end friendships and end <laughs> marriages. Uh, it, it with you can get very frustrated at the people you are you know quote cooperating with, uh, and it felt like if you're if you're if you're stuck at home with someone else. You probably don't want to play a cooperative game where uh, it's going to trigger any sort of uh, frustrations or competitiveness or anything like that. So yeah. that's that's another negative uh, to consider, yeah. you know. Yeah, but yeah. everyone knows the strengths of their own friendships and uh, you know yeah. uh, relationships. So it's, you can use your best judgment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Caution this is, advice. This is not the relationship advice podcast. So yeah. make your make up your own mind. But yes, yeah. I, I think it's clear. Red Dead Redemption has to has to advance here. Cool. So um, the next head to head is Towerfall versus Jackbox. I feel like this 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 bracket is rigged. They're all kind of. <laughs> you are the one putting it together. I know, but I don't know. Of course, you're the one saying this. That we don't we don't expect you to have rigged it. <laughs> um, I can talk about Towerfall. Um, jeez, where did I start? Uh, Towerfall <laughs> Tower well, is a, yeah, Towerfall is quite a difficult, um, tower defense game. 
Uh, Power defense? No, it, it really isn't. What do you call it? It's a, it's like a brawler okay. kind of game. Kai, why don't you tell us about uh, <laughs> Towerfall? Uh, it, it's it's essentially uh, a game. It's it's similar to like a Super Smash Brothers. You're a bunch of people, um, but in com- in contrast to Super Smash Brothers, you're all having the exact same abilities. So you're you're a small archer. You you only moves are moving, jumping, shooting arrows, and dashing. And if you dash into arrows, that is considered a catch. And then there are two modes. There's like a like a combat mode where you try to shoot each other, which is super fun if you're like four people because it's kind of getting chaotic mm-hmm. and fun. I think I play this with like six to eight people, and mm-hmm. it's getting so chaotic, but it's fun. Super chaotic, but yeah, incredibly fun. And also fun game mechanics. Like if you drop through the bottom, you sh- show back up on top of the screen. So sometimes you do like you do um, like time jumps where you jump exactly down off the screen to then uh, get uh, to uh, to the top of the screen to to dodge an arrow mm-hmm. and, and shoot someone from top. Uh, you also- can also like shoot someone from the bottom and then that will land on them. Like your arrows always come down and mm. that's something you really have to watch out for because you might kill yourself. Mm. Or or there can be situations where like if an arrow falls through and it's kind of in a loop, it, it will just keep going from from the bottom of the screen back to the top fall down and go back up again so the, okay. the kind of environment becomes more hazardous as mm-hmm. combat has uh, evolved over time so it's super fun uh, and then they also have a story mode that's not really a story it's more like a a campaign i'd say you have like multiple stages that you can clear after each other and there are a lot of them it's a lot of content and it's getting super brutally hard which mm-hmm. is it's yeah. fun and then you play so basically what you do in that uh, mode is to just defeat different type of monsters and they're different like different monsters that have different strength and then you get different arrows that can defeat different monsters uh, or that are just more like stronger for certain monsters than others okay. um, and then there are also modifiers that happen on the world sometimes like yeah. it can turn everything into slow motion or like there, there are a few mm-hmm. it is super super fun if you've not played that and you do have friends you definitely want to check it out <laughs> do have friends oh. yeah um it's it, you can play by yourself too honestly i think it could be fun to just do the um like the regular uh, um campaign mode and just try okay. to defeat the boss yeah it's it's definitely stronger on the cooperative side mm. i would say or, or not necessarily cooperative but with people yeah it's just so much fun to see someone being silly right or being silly like shooting yourself uh <laughs> because you know they're, they're, our brains are not super wired to to accept expect an arrow that you shoot to the bottom to then hit you from top again because it fell through the environment and spawned on top again so it's just sometimes fun to to know that you just killed yourself yeah. by being silly and not considering how, how the, the physics in this game You also work. have friendly fire, which makes it really difficult mm-hmm. when you're trying to play together because it's so chaotic. Um, but yeah, I really really recommend it. Um, so if you have someone who you live together with who would like this game, you should definitely try it. Alright, Adam, now cool. try to convince us why Jackbox should win <laughs> instead. Yeah, I'm not going to try to convince you, but I will just uh, make a, a quick pitch for it. So uh, for those that don't know, the uh, Jackbox Party Packs are a series of games uh, actually, each pack is itself comes with four or five games, and they're all, um, you know, digital versions of kind of based loosely on on various party games, board games, things like that. So there's there's trivia games, there's games that are kind of like Pictionary, there's games where everyone has to you know make up a word and then you vote on which one's the funniest, th- things like that, mm-hmm. and you. Uh, mm-hmm. 
you you play uh there's a main screen which is on whatever platform you're you're playing it on like say i play it on my playstation uh but everyone can sign in via a web app that is accessible with any mobile phone so um you don't have to worry about how many game controllers you have or anything like that everyone can just kind of and it, do it and it's it's very fun to play at parties when you have multiple people over at your house in person but you can also uh play it over zoom or other uh video chat apps that are becoming much more popular now as people are isolated at home and are looking for excuses to kind of socialize with with uh, other people and if you especially if you have friends that maybe uh aren't super into video gamey type mm-hmm. of games or different types of games you know it's it's just good stupid fun and it's a like let's it's it's like if you just want to get together with your friends how does it work over zoom like um well it's 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 not just zoom in particular but it's that only is if you have the uh the steam version mm-hmm. uh because Zoom can do like screen sharing mm-hmm. and uh, okay. the Steam version can kind of uh, do like a virtual screen that can be shared okay. uh, via Zoom. Uh, I've just done it over Zoom. I know if you go to their website, I think they give explicit instructions for a few different video chat apps. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so I've, that, that's how I've done it. And it's it's just as much fun doing it uh, remotely. And so, yeah, that's hmm. uh, Tower File sounds great too. And you guys are very excited about it. So I'm, I'm happy to vote for that one uh, because you made a compelling case. Mm. But, I, would, uh, I would really like yeah. to try um, Jackbox as well. I think it would be a good type of game for just like socializing. But yeah, I think Tower File has to win for me. All right. And Tower is made in Vancouver. <laughs> oh, now I see. <laughs> I th- I think you should have to uh, disclose your biases before <laughs> you make I your pitch. I purposefully waited until it was too late to... <laughs> All right. Um, so the next head-to-head is Portal 2, specifically the co-op mode, which I feel is... Yeah, and now when I'm reading it, it might be a bit too ne- narrow. But it's a, it's a really great game. Um, versus the versus co-op mode in Spider-Man. There's no co-op mode in Spider-Man. <laughs> no, versus Spider-Man. Um, so Portal 2 co-op, I think we spoke about Portal before. Mm-hmm. Um, we did in a few previous episodes. Um, but Portal is just a really good game. Uh, Portal 2 co-op was something I put in here because I felt like it's a great game, uh, again, to play together with people. And I believe you can do it online as well. Um, but I would not recommend playing this yeah, you can unless you, online. yeah. I would not recommend going into playing this unless you already played both of the Portal games. Um, so that's something Which that sort of you should do for sure, no yeah. matter what. Yeah, yeah, and like the, that's even excluded from this list because we're just assuming that that's just the base. So what standard you're saying is, in in the fifth <laughs> bracket of round one, uh, the first portal game actually wins <laughs> and kicks <laughs> both contenders out of out of this bracket. Um, no, but I think that's that's like a short pitch for portal. But I think. Oh, honestly, it might not be a great pick, um, because it's so niche. Like, it's so specific. But it's really, really good for if you do want to, like, if you do have friends who like video games and you want to play something online, I, there, there are barely any games I could recommend, unless you're into, like, kind of shooters or kind of other round based games. There are not a lot of things that I would say are as much fun as Portal 2 Corp. Yeah. Be. And what I like is that it's, 
I guess other games are also collaboration, uh, but I like that it's like you sort of you need each other to be able to complete the level. Like if you play something like Counter Strike, you could just finish it by yourself. Uh, but this is something that you see. This is really to. hard. Spider Man is an amazing game. I really liked it too. But my recommendation is play Spider Man if if you don't have friends to play with. Otherwise, Portal Two co-op how, how do we resolve this situation well we would just have to hope that whoever wins whichever game wins this will have a head-to-head against something that is multiplayer and then that will sort itself out right, do you two have a favorite for this <sighs> not really does anyone want to pitch spider-man i mean i can't I, I i added it to my list i won't strongly pitch it I put it because it, it's it's a good fun game, but also it's because of the mechanic of swinging around outside in a in a city. Uh, kind of felt like it would uh, again if you're feeling a little claustrophobic, a little shut in, a little uh, like I wish I could get out and explore. It's another fun way of doing that. But it's yeah. kind of an entire storyline of Portal, right? Yeah, it's but like still, you're locked in and you're trying yeah, to escape. Exactly. So it's <laughs> very Portal topical. is very much the opposite. Of <laughs> well, okay, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, Spider-Man, again, yeah, it's, it's mainly for playing by yourself. It's It does not have nearly as much like content as like Breath of the Wild or Red mm-hmm. Dead Redemption 2, two other games that I kind of liked because of the, the open world kind of go wherever you want. Mm. Um, so... You know, Spider-Man's the kind of game you're going to play, you're going to finish the story, you're going to feel like that was a fun game, and you're going to maybe decide to, you know, collect a few things, get a platinum, but then you'll be done, and you won't probably be motivated to go back and play it. Mm. Uh, whereas, I don't know if Portal 2, which has is, is the same, whether it's kind of a, once you're done, you're never going to play it again, or whether it's, uh, does it have kind of replay value? Puzzle games are always hard with replay, mm. right? Because if you, if depends on how good your memory is. Yeah. If your memory is good enough that you mm. remember how to solve the puzzle, there's no replay value. If, yep. if it's a sieve, <laughs> you're good to go. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I can't really. I, I, I'll pick Portal 2, but I, I'm not having enough of a favor in Portal 2 that I could try to convince you to. So what do you pick? As I said, I think it's it's hard to pick Portal 2 because I think it has so many prerequisites, but I still really like Portal 2 co-op. <laughs> so I'm going to pick that and just... All right. Yeah. Just assume and that Portal, everyone played Portal 2, I'll, I'll show some solidarity. All right. All right. Cool. So Portal 2 advances. Next one is... Um, Celeste, which is a... This is a very interesting matchup. Yeah, versus two-minute-drill VR football. So I don't know how, how we're going to write this, this matchup. Celeste being a kind of very challenging game that focuses... It's it's like a platformer, but very challenging with a good like reset mechanic. Like if you, if you die, you're being reset. This is by the, the I- same creators as Towerfall. So many of the mechanics feel similar and the style is also quite similar. Like the art style is pretty yeah, similar between the, the two games. 2D, very, very tight controls. Very. Wait, you're, you're pitching two games from the same developer. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, what should we say? They just made many, they, many games are made in Vancouver and they're all amazing. <laughs> <laughs> No, but it's 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 really it's a super tight, controlling, challenging two D platformer. So if that's your your thing, it's it's a great game. Two minute real VR football. I guess I pitched that because I'm the only one of us three who have played that. I played it in a significant amount of time. <laughs> uh, currently being the seventeenth highest high score in the world. Um, 
it is it is a VR football game where you it's it's super simple. You have two minutes left. You're down one or two touchdown touchdowns. You're playing as a quarterback and you essentially throw a ball a few times and trying to to hit your players and you can uh, can draw routes. And for me, it's just a great game for this this current situation because uh, working out. I'm not a big fan of just working out for working out sake. So being able to after sitting at a computer all day uh, indoors, being able to like stand on a football field which kind of feels large in VR and and throw it just feels like a good i don't know escape into into like a kind of physical activity world for a little bit hmm. it's not it's not an i don't know like the game feels fairly simple the graphics are not stunning but it just makes me move more than i would otherwise and therefore i, I enjoyed it a lot hmm. yep but Celeste is a better game without without a doubt. but within this frame but it, is it better for be- being stuck indoors yeah See, I'm gonna pick, um, I'm gonna pick, uh, 2MD, uh, two minute drill, uh, virtual football, VR football. Jeez. I'm gonna pick <laughs> 2MD, uh, because I feel like, I feel like Celeste is a really good game and I haven't completed it, but I really would love to. But it is a very difficult game and it's quite a dark game and the storyline is quite dark and I just don't, for this type of, bracket i don't think it fits in like I yeah think it deals it a lot with like mental mental health issues yeah yeah okay. which which can be good right if if you're in in that mindset kind of playing through that and kind of confronting some of that and mm. and seeing mm. someone else challenge like being challenged but overcoming the challenges they face can also be very very helpful right yeah, yeah. that's what i'm kind of like it can be really great but considering that it's such a difficult game, if you're not making it through the game, you're not going to get the reward of the story. Mm. So I think if, unless you really like challenging games, I think it's quite a, quite a dark story to go through. And if you are not okay. in that mindset. It's not dark. It is, it is still like positive. It's about like overcoming challenges. Yeah. Yeah. And that is reflected both in the story and gameplay. Yeah. And I think that's, uh, as I said, I think both are, both are great games. Celeste is the, better game yeah yeah like in the way it's made like celeste is a really good game and it seems really fun but 2md is a game i play for like 20 minutes every day Mm. since since we got the work from home situation going Mm. yeah i'm gonna play uh 2md as well i'm gonna pick that as well just because as i said earlier i think uh, motivating people to move more is is a good thing so indeed all right but you should also play celeste I will play them both. <laughs> that's just a dis- I think that's just a disclosure for this list. Anything that's on this list should have been played. I actually think more people should play Celeste and 2MD. But if you're at all interested in in like football type games, mm. then I think it's a good. It's more of a representation of that type of game. Like if you could slot in Beat Saber or or like not any other kind of very active VR yeah. game in the slot, yeah. and it's more of a representation of, of that category. Yeah. And therefore, I think... We'll, we'll re-emphasize that, you know, although this, this, this game that we're playing right now will result in one final game winner that you should and and can play more than one game <laughs> while you're stuck at home. And that we are actually providing 16 games that we all agree would be very good depending on your particular mood or inclination at the time. Mm-hmm. All right. Next round, uh, Journey versus Super Mario oh, Odyssey. Oh, this is so hard. <laughs> oh, why are those against one another? Ah. Oh. Okay, I'm. <laughs> I just put my vote right up front. Uh, Super Mario Odyssey. Just Journey is great. 
it's just too short for for this. It's like it, it is a fun game, but you're done within an hour. Yeah. So and if anyone if, hasn't yeah. played Journey, Journey is like a beautiful sort of almost like an art experience. It's a it's a really nice game, really nice looking game, and it has some different stories depending on like f- from for different players as well. Like the ending is different, so I appreciate that with it, and also just the graphics and the style and the like, the art style of it. It's just so nice and the music is really good it's very calming yeah it's, it's more theory, like a meditation game. for for this situation <laughs> but it's just super mario odyssey is just hours of you not thinking about anything else and having fun yeah super mario wins for me as well like i really think people should play uh journey but it's just something that is shorter so i think super mario odyssey makes a lot of sense in this scenario adam do you want to convince us? So I guess I don't. I don't need to make my pitch for Journey if we've already. I mean, I'm convincible. Look, I, I I play both these games. I love both these games. I I probably agree with you about Super Mario Odyssey winning, but I'll make a quick pitch for Journey in addition to what Mullen said. Um, you know, sometimes when you're stuck at home, uh, you you sometimes you want to get distracted and lose yourself. Sometimes you just want a, a quick experience. That can, if you're, uh, I think Journey can be kind of like a. It's a beautiful game. It can, it can be very uplifting. Um, I'm not going to go into anything that's, we shouldn't go too deep into spoilers, mm. but there, there is a, um, a companionship element to Journey, which I think can be kind of, uh, fulfilling if you're kind of feeling maybe isolated. Um, and, you know, it's, it's one of those games that just, I think, uh, temporarily wipe clean your mental state or emotional mm. state to kind of, uh, you know, reset. There's something almost uh, meditative about mm. playing Journey, I think. Um, so it can, it can be useful for that. But mm. I think, you know, I think you're right that, uh, you know, a, a game that you can... Super Mario Odyssey is a great game. It has a, a ton of things for everyone and a, and a ton of content. And you can... Similarly, you know, you can play as little or as much as you want, mm. uh, depending on what you're in the mood to do. So Super Mario, and it doesn't it doesn't try to get you through any kind of emotional process. It's just it's it's a Mario game. It's it's colorful. Yeah. It's fun, and, and yeah. that's what it's done designed for. And it does that really well. Cool. All right, advancing Super Mario. Still play Journey. So the next head to head is uh, Ocarina of Time, Zelda Ocarina of Time uh, versus The Witness. Who wants to pitch Ocarina of Time? I think Adam has to pitch us on both. Okay. <laughs> I didn't put Ocarina of Time, so maybe I will pitch the witness. All right, you then you pitch the witness, and I I'll see if I can convince. So I mean, Zelda Ocarina of Time is an awesome game. And <laughs> it's one of the classic games, but um, so the witness for those who don't know, because it, it's it's a little bit of a lesser known indie game. It's um kind of a puzzle game, but it's it's still you know you are walking around on this mysterious island. It's 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 you play it from the first person perspective and. Unlike something like Portal, where the puzzle is some action you have to do as a as a person or uh, robot in the game, it is you walk around this island and you find literal puzzles that you have to solve. Um, and it's uh, it's a game that has no dialogue, no um, direct interactions with any like living creatures, and you just find these puzzles. And figuring out the rules of the puzzle is half of the puzzle. And the reason I put this here is because, um, you know, we have a lot of games that, um, are just dumb, silly fun. We have a lot of games that are feel good, get out and explore. We have some games that are more, um, physical, uh, you know, exert, exert yourself games. And 
I wanted to have at least one game that's just more about the mental. That sometimes mm-hmm. dumb, silly fun is a great distraction, but you know we should all be um, exercising our minds as well. And The Witness is a, a really cool game for that. Try to tell me that the Water Temple is not uh, a puzzle. <laughs> well, okay, no, there, there, there. Obviously, Zelda games have a have a puzzle, but th- this is um, Witness is more like. Um, I don't know, a uh, crossword puzzle where okay. Zelda is maybe more like, I don't know. Is it similar to Myst? Is it that type of style? It, it, is, it was clearly heavily influenced by Myst. The, okay. the island that you're on is, it, it, you know, it, you definitely get Myst vibes. Um, but the Myst puzzles were more about uh, finding the hidden button, which opens the hidden compartment that gets you the password to enter on this other machine over here. Whereas the witness is more, you walk up to a table and on the table, there is this puzzle that you need to solve. And again, there's not even really a a story involved. There's sort of a, there's sort of a a progression you have to do from puzzle to puzzle because there's puzzles all over the island. And it's clear that you're supposed to kind of do them in a certain order because they each teach you how to a new concept that then you use for a subsequent puzzle. But there's also lots of little hidden puzzles where there's some like really hard ones that are just hidden somewhere on the island. There's also some very weird, but really cool Easter egg puzzles that when you find them, it just makes you so happy because it it's almost more like the angle that you happen to be looking at mm. something, a certain perspective from a certain place, everything lines up in a certain way. We're like, oh my God, that's actually part of the puzzle itself. And it's like, it's it's really okay. fun. Okay. So that that's the pitch for that. But Ocarina of Time, classic game. So I'll, I'll have someone else, you know. Uh, yeah, you sort of convinced me of The Witness. That yeah. sounds really interesting. So my, my, <laughs> my super quick pitch about Ocarina of Time is is multifold. I will still steal one of yours from Super Mario 64 that you mentioned, which is if you've played them when in your in your earlier in your earlier life uh it is nice to have something like nostalgia right weird times everything is a bit uh, unknown yeah and it's just ocarina of time probably most of us who have played it before have have kind of positive flowery memories of that game and being able to go back to that world it's a very it's it's not a 100% peaceful world but it's definitely a world that if you've played it as a kid or as a younger person feels feels comforting and nice and and still special um it has a good combination of this kind of open world for for the nintendo 64 kind of uh, sense of open world but it's kind of i think probably the first open world ish game that i've played um yeah. you still kind of have the idea of like they're like different areas and there's kind of connection pieces and there are puzzles in in dungeons and and it's just the right amount of challenging that you're like you, you'll figure it out but still it's still not always a breeze to where you're like never never dying or yeah. something like that so i think it's a nice combination of of freedom of of moving around puzzle and nostalgia if that happened to apply to you which i think makes it probably a good kind of comfort package Absolutely, mm. absolutely. If if you like the traditional Zelda games, and by that I kind of mean everything before Breath of the Wild, mm. uh, I think Ocarina of Time is is the best um, version of that, and mm. uh, you know has all the all the best elements. So absolutely. So who do we advance? <sighs> so tough one. Um, see, I should probably not be biased by this, but I do feel like we already have a lot of good contenders that are similar to Ocarina of Times. 
Ocarina of Time later on, like Super Mario Odyssey and Breath of the Wild. So that's why I'm sort of leaning to it's taking something else, but at the same time, it's a it's a great game. Well, here, here's the danger of picking Ocarina of Time I just thought of. Do we want it to end up that our last two, that the final battle is two Zelda games? Because <laughs> that I'm not saying that will happen, but that could happen. Mm-hmm. And I don't really want that to happen. Yeah, I, I could I could go with Ocarina of Time. I mean, it's if it was up against anything else, I'm, I'm not even saying I'm picking the. I'm not yeah. even saying that I'm picking I, the witness. I'm actually picking the witness um, <laughs> because if if I'm if that I'm, I'm picking Ocarina of Time, but it means that we're sort of meta gaming now. Like we should not look at the no, new no. But my, my point is more if I would if you would give me those two games right now and say which one would you play, I would play the witness because I'm I'm actually curious. It sounded quite like an enjoyable experience. I would want to try right now. Well, Ocarina of Time, I would more postpone because I was like, no, I still have pretty good memories of last time I played mm. through that. So I would right now p- pick the witness of Ocarina of Time and therefore it gets my vote. <sighs> okay. Adam, what do you pick? <sighs> I'm going to pick the witness also. All right. I think I'll go with the same for similar reasons to Kai and... It's it's really hard. But, but I must emphasize, we are not saying that The Witness <laughs> is a better game than The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. I don't want anyone to... Hey, Adam, in the last episode, you said that The Ocarina of Time isn't a good game. I did not say that. The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time is one of the best video games ever made. And it might even be, in my opinion, the be- one of the best... It might be the best video game on this entire list of all video games. So it is kind of ridiculous to knock it out. Especially in a sweep so where early. all three of us picked a witness. But if we had said... I, <laughs> the two-thirds two of, of us haven't even played, played. Like, well, There's safety in numbers, right? If we, all, if we all pick it, then it's yeah. okay. Okay. All right, cool. That concludes the first round. So well, just to, to summarize this, we said Ocarina of Time, Journey, Celeste, Spider-Man, Jackbox... Uh, Get Pack, Control, and Super Mario 64 are all terrible games. <laughs> Moving on, round two. First, first, first matchup. Pistol Whip versus Breath of the Wild. Um, that is unnecessarily uh, difficult again. For, for the same reason I applied to the previous one. Um, Pistol Whip is a game I try to play at least every other day. And it's actually a game that I can sometimes not play every day because if I play more than like 30 minutes I'm actually sore and I think that's a really good sign for this this period so I will pick Pistol Whip uh, see I I would like I feel like I want to play be- pick Breath of the Wild just because it's such a nice world and it sort of has this great combination of different things to do in there but I just feel like the exercise part is sort of what I was pitching for from the very start like i think that's very important yep. but i feel like i got that point across already <laughs> so i think i'm gonna i think i'm gonna pick um breath of the wild actually all right um we gotta go fast so i will just um pick i'm gonna pick uh breath of the wild sorry right. okay. mm-hmm. no that's fair it's it's a really good yeah. game i'm i'm not i'm not mad just right. disappointed Next one, I, I feel like, I don't know how we get ourselves into the situation. I look into the previous round now and I see so many games I would have liked to advance, but now now here we are. Red Dead Redemption 2 versus Towerfall. Um, I, I I go ahead again. Red Dead Redemption 2 for me is, is the game here. I'm actually going to pick uh, Towerfall just because I think it's a great game to play together. And it's quite a nice length as well, so you can just play it like a level now and then. And I think that's quite nice. <sighs> here's my problem i i put you know i i was one of the people that put red dead redemption 2 on my original list i wouldn't even say that red dead redemption 2 is like 
in my top five <laughs> games I played last year. Okay. You know, like if someone said, should I play that game? I'd be like, you know, I had fun and it is what it is, but it also has some flaws. And I don't know. You have to really decide if you want to get into it. You know, uh, I mainly had picked it because I thought, uh, you know, some people seem to be really into the, camping and let and and they'll spend afternoon fishing at home uh and and hunting bears and stuff and Mm -hmm. i i kind of put it for those people although i do Uh, think if that's the game you're looking for i think i have a i haven't played this game but i think um start not study valley um Animal Crossing would be the game for people who want to have that right now. It's no, just, it's different. Animal yeah. Crossing isn't as much of a simulation where, like, you, you know, you, people are yelling at us right now that we don't have Animal Crossing. <laughs> I know, I know, on our list. And even worse, it didn't even cross my mind. <laughs> okay, so Malin, what's what's your vote? I vote for Towerfall. Adam has to make a decision again. All right, um, I will pick. Sorry, Red Dead Redemption Two, but not but not enthusiastically. Just like I have to pick something. Okay, I I just flipped because I was all right. I I just flipped towards Towerfall. All so right, Towerfall, Towerfall wins. advances. <laughs> Last second rescue for Towerfall. We need to have a no flipping rule. All right, cool. The next matchup is Portal Two Co op versus I don't even know what that I don't. There's like a bunch of random letters followed by the word football. Two M D V R football. Yeah, good job. <laughs> Cool. Was it two minute drill? Yes. That's Virtual reality football? Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. I feel like you have to pick 2MD here, Kai, considering how much you're playing it. Yeah, I feel like I have to pick 2MD because it's clearly for me personally the. Kai, is there any game on this list? You don't have to tell me which one that you think could beat 2MD VR football for you. <laughs> yeah, it could have, but it's already like, out. Like, do it, does it, do, do other games have a chance? There were games in there, but they're already out, really? which is a bit <laughs> funny. <laughs> All right, that's it. Just fast forward. Two MD football wins. <laughs> Thanks for playing. Thanks for joining us all. No, I, no, no. There, there it is. All right, it is. It, it is. I will. I'm going to jump in here, even though I've I've not played either game, but I have played. I played a little bit of Portal Two. Similar to a criteria Kai used before, I will say that if we were all hanging out and and uh, you said, hey, you know, w- w- let's play a game. You want to play Portal Two co-op or do you want to p- you want to try Two MD VR football? Uh, I would I would have to say Kai's been talking about this game forever. It actually sounds like it's fun, and I would be convinced that I want to try it. So it would be the game that I would want to try if presented with these two options. So I'm going to pick that. Awesome, cool. Uh, I'm actually also gonna pick it, um, just because Yay. I think it's it's an exercise game. It's great, and you can play it so many times as well. It's not like Port- yep. th- that's a downside of Portal Two. You just it's it ends, I guess. Was Two MD is just continuous. Mm. It's an arcade type game, right? So you can keep going and trying to get hi- better high scores as well. Um, yeah, I I'll pick Portal Two. <laughs> what? Two MD football wins. Move it I forward. Can't. Yeah. All right. Uh, the next matchup is Super Mario Odyssey versus The Witness. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pick Super Mario Odyssey here. Me too. All right. Super Mario Odyssey. I agree. Cool. cool. That Easy. was quick. Someone's getting sick of this game. <laughs> <laughs> cool. That gets us into the semifinals. Woohoo! How exciting. Yay. Yeah. So Super. The, the first semifinal uh, The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild versus Towerfall. It's hard. It is hard. It's the Towerfall is the last multiplayer game in here, and I kind of feel like I want to advance that. Me too. Just because uh, I feel like it's it's those two situations, right? You're either alone, in which case you want any of the other three, 
or you're with people, in which case you probably want to play something multiplayer. or Because you can both play competitive and co-op with Towerfall. Okay, so if I would tell you now, Kai, hey, we're going to play a game. Do you want to play Breath of the Wild on your own, or do you want to play Towerfall? Yeah, for, for our situation where we're both home in the same home together, mm. it would be Towerfall. That's a loaded question. <laughs> Because he's, he's, you're making him pick between doing an activity with you or ignoring uh, you for several I would, hours. I would and, not and since mind. you're in the same room right now, he, there's a certain answer he's required to give. No, I, I, he has he has full like we we have complete honesty between ourselves. Uh, he would he would tell me if he doesn't want to play with me. Yeah. All right, all right. Um, yeah, I would not play with you, Ken. No, I'm kidding. I would actually play Towerfall as well, um, just because it's 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 fun. Uh, it's shorter. Um, but sometimes, like kind Adam of, is dying inside yeah. that we kicked out Ocarina of Time, and now Breath of the Wild is being sorry. kicked out right next. What what do you pick, Adam? Though I feel like every time I've looked at Towerfall, maybe I just look at screenshots and I'm just like, eh, mm. I don't know. <laughs> uh, so some so something about the either the name or the screenshots or the description, something that has just never compelled me. So I would pick Breath of the Wild. Okay, uh, just but, but I'd probably uh, I'd probably let you know I'd pick anything against <laughs> Towerfall. <laughs> just kidding. Towerfall advances to the finals. All right, cool. and we got to play Towerfall next time we see each other in person. Mm, definitely. Right. Yep. 2022. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Second semifinal. 2MD VR Football versus Super Mario Odyssey. See, I, since I did not play, pick Breath of the Wild before, I'm going to pick Super Mario Odyssey this time. I like that it's an open world. I love that. I like that you can sort of do whatever you want. You can walk around. You can have, yeah, progress through the level. And it's a nice looking world. So I'm going to pick that. Okay. For me, 2MD VR, obviously, because it's the de facto game that I've played the most since, since this kind of stay at home stuff started. So despite Odyssey being a great game, love it. It just based on, on my reality, 2MD happened to be the game yeah. I play the most right now. So Adam, you're the tiebreaker. I have no real criteria. I'm going to pick something for uh, completely uh, – there's a logic to it, but it's not necessarily fair logic. Um, if I were to pick 2MD, then the finals would be two games that I've literally never played before, <laughs> uh, which is fine in principle. But since I do get to make a vote, I will vote for Super Mario Odyssey, right. so mm. a game that I have played before. Woohoo! All right. right. So that means cool. our finals are. I when we started this, I've n- I did not expect that this will be the finals. I don't know. I, mm. I feel like we kicked out a <laughs> whole bunch of good games. I totally expected to be in those finals, but only one can be the best game for stuck at home. <laughs> so here here comes the interesting question. We have, so when we first uh, when we voted with. Uh, Jeez, why can't I talk? So when we were talking about Breath of the Wild versus Towerfall, we said that this is a great game. Towerfall is a great game because you can play it together. Mm-hmm. Now you're in the same situation. It's like this very, very nice, like colorful game versus a tower versus Towerfall, which is a two-player game. What are you gonna pick, Kai? <sighs> yeah, as I said, I did not expect Towerfall and Super Mario to see in those finals. Um, I love Towerfall. It's hard, right? If you would ask me which one do you want to play right now, I would pick Towerfall. But if someone would ask me which game should I play, yeah, considering that we're locked in at home right now, I would recommend Super Mario Odyssey. Mm. So I'm stuck. <laughs> I, I can go ahead. I'm gonna. I would. I would say. I, I think I'm gonna pick Super Mario Odyssey here, just because similar criteria. Like I think 
what we want to do here is to sort of qualify one game that would be great for people who are stuck at home. And we don't really know what their scenario is like. Like we don't know if they have another person to play with. And I don't think Towerfall is great by its, by, by yourself. Mm-hmm. The good thing with Super Mario Odyssey is that you can do like a, like a thing when someone sits on the, on the couch with you and watch it at the same time. Like it's not a bad game to sort of coached it has how, little uh, enough story that you can at least talk while playing yeah yeah so it, it's quite nice and it's colorful you can play it for relatively long and it's um yeah it's it's just like this world that's just like really really fun to go in and it's very different from what we are in right now so i'm gonna pick that all right i i concur it's a cool game mm. it's the best game for being stuck at home and Towerfall is the worst i mean it's <laughs> the second best game for being stuck at home. No, I, I, I agree. Super Mario Odyssey would be my recommendation. Mm. Ins- insert fanfare here in the podcast edit. I don't feel like we sound excited enough. We're kind of like, okay, it's Super Mario Odyssey. It's, <laughs> the best it's game. so difficult. Like, there's been so many games here. And I think if you would do like all of them against one another, I don't think we would have the same result. Like, it depends so much on how this bracket system worked. And this is just what I ended up with. And I- I'm happy to recommend Super Mario Odyssey. There's nothing mm. wrong with it. Like, I think I was the one picking it originally on my, on my yeah. list. And uh, it's a great game. Like, uh, I think Absolutely. anyone who likes uh, Nintendo games will enjoy playing this. I, I just think we're going back in our, to, <laughs> back in the bracket and look at our choices, seeing that we kicked out Ocarina of Time in the first round and Control in the first round. Yeah. And the- There's so many great games. And we will have, uh, Links to all 16 games in the show notes. So you can, any, if any game we talked about seems interesting, people can check it out. Okay. We are going to move on to our next segment, which is another mini fun quiz. I'm not sure if that's what we're going to call it. We might call <laughs> it a mini fun game or a mini fun <laughs> game of mystery. I'm not sure. Ooh, okay. So it's like a puzzle game. Let, let me let me do the setup for you. So, so <laughs> stop interrupting the man. You know, it's it's we're we're in June 2020, right? And and we've mentioned before, many of us are stuck at home because there's there's a pandemic going on, and uh, you know we're social distancing and all that. And we've been stuck at home pretty much. At least I have. Uh, I'm I'm here in the U.S. where things are still kind of bad, and I've been stuck at home for the past three months. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of people have mentioned this, and I've certainly experienced it, that one of the effects of this is I feel like my sense of time has lost <laughs> all meaning, oh, right? It's been okay. three months, but sometimes it feels like three days, sometimes it feels like three weeks, sometimes it feels like it's been a year, right? Yep. <laughs> and so I've created a game that kind of will take advantage of this time-based confusion. I'm so scared. <laughs> yeah, <me too. laughs> and it's a very simple game, and the name of the game is called... March, April, or May. <laughs> oh man! This sounds really just, fun. A, just as a disclaimer, I was already terrible at that. While the world was totally normal. <laughs> so here's here's the thing about it. so so for each question, I'm going to name a very recent event or announcement that was very public that you all will know about. I'm so excited. It's nothing obscure. <laughs> You'll know you'll you'll know what I'm talking about for each one of these things, mm-hmm. and it's related to gaming. And for each one, you just have to decide: did this event or announcement occur in March, April, or May, or none of the above? Okay. Okay. All right. Oh man, I'm excited. And that that sounds fun. It's 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 not um it's not who answers first. You each have an opportunity to get a point mm-hmm. for each round. Mm, I like that. So. I will name the event, then we'll give you about 10 seconds, and 
you'll be on the honor system to kind of have it locked in which one you're going to pick so you don't change it at the last minute based okay. on what someone else says. Um, but then you'll reveal your answers and then I will, re- will reveal the actual date this occurred. And if you picked the right month, you get a point. And right if here. you pick the wrong month, then you get zero points. How hard can it be? How hard can it be? Well, we'll see. I'm, I, this could either be something where I've vastly, uh, underestimated how easy this will be and how good your memories are, or it will be a comical disaster that we can't remember things that literally happened maybe one month ago. All right. I have a feeling I will do well, but I'm reluctant to being too confident about this. So you think I will do well? I will do well. Ah, you, yeah. yeah, I'm fairly confident you'll do well. This might be your chance to finally win one of those things. <laughs> Are you ready for question number one? I'm so yeah. ready. Okay. So, one of the most exciting video game-related demos of 2020 so far was the demo for the uh. Unreal Engine 5, which was demoed on the upcoming PlayStation 5, which we're also excited about. Which month did this Unreal 5 demo occur? All right, I'm locked. I'm locked. Just let me know when you're ready. Yeah, I'm ready. Should we write okay. it somewhere or? No, you don't have to write that. If you if you both locked it in and you're <laughs> ready, I'll just trust you that you're not going to cheat. Okay, um, Kai, you locked it in first. So tell me what month uh, you pick. May. I picked the month of May. Okay. Um, and Malin, what month do you pick? I pick April. Okay. The date of this demo was May 13th, ah. 2020. Really? So that's recently. we will give Kai yeah. one point. <gasps> Just based on, I, I do remember that it was a PlayStation 5 announcement a few days ago. So, yeah, I just and, thought it was a lot longer between And they kind of had a build-up, right? Where they had first the engine reveal. That's why I was like, oh, it's kind of, it cannot help. I know, I know. So I'm, I'm, I'm happy, I'm on the board. Okay. Okay, you're on the board. Question number two. So this is a game that we talked about a lot during our previous uh bracket but we did not actually pick um the switch game animal crossing new horizons which month was it released in march april may or none of the above i'm locked in me too okay uh malin you were locked in first so what is your belief I'm gonna say I'm gonna say March. I Me think too. it was early March, and people were sort of dying for them to release it and say, "Just push that button, Nintendo." And I think it ended up being released in March. I think it was scheduled for February originally, but it came out in March. Okay. So you said March, and Kai? I do not have as long of a story. I but I also feel like it probably March. <laughs> okay. So the answer is March twentieth, two thousand twenty. So you are both you are both correct. Oh man, that was. Way closer of a call than I thought. I thought it was much earlier in March. Mm-mm. I'm happy that no. we don't have to give more specific time frames. <laughs> All right. Okay. The next question, number three. This is another high-profile game. Uh, the highly anticipated and now released VR game, Half-Life Alex, was released in either March, April, May, or none of the above. Okay, I'm locked in. <sighs> Okay, yeah. Oh, this is hard. You're locked in? You yeah. don't sound sure. You can't change it. No, I'm locked it. in. I'm locked in. Okay. I say none of the above. Okay. Kai says none of the above. I say April, to be more specific, April the 30th. Okay. <laughs> Jeez, what? You are both incorrect. <laughs> okay. The release date was March 23rd, no, 2020. No, March? <laughs> <laughs> 
Wow. When, when you say none of the above, Kai, did you think it was before March? Yes. <laughs> really? So I'm, assuming you, I'm assuming you didn't think it was June. No, no. I, I, I somehow thought it was late February. No. Okay. Jeez. Okay. Well, yeah, I scratched yeah. it. I said it. I think I'll be good at it. <laughs> <laughs> See where that got me. Okay. Question number four. The 2020 Game Developers Conference is now rescheduled for August, but it was originally scheduled for a different month. What month was the Game Developer Conference originally scheduled for? See, that one is hard. That one is very hard. Um... Some of them are hard, but I notice I have not picked obscure things. They're all no, things no, that we noticed all... when they happened. I, I know. That it, we would it, have it... talked about. I just feel like that one is towards the earlier time frame of yeah. that, and that makes it really hard because they're. I feel like if you would ask me, like, when was the PlayStation Five uh, announcement? I, I can give you a more exact date because that was like <laughs> that, was, that was three days ago. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, I couldn't even tell you which day, but I actually I don't even know. Was it three? Maybe, maybe it was. A, maybe it was a week ago. I don't even know. <laughs> okay, I'm locked in. <laughs> All right, me too. All right. Okay. Malin, what is I'm your... going to say none of the above. I think it was scheduled for late February. Okay. Okay, I say March. Did you, did you plan to say March or yeah, did you it, change it? No, no, I, I, I okay. planned March. Okay. It was March. It was scheduled for March 16th through March 20th <laughs> was the, the week. Woohoo! So Kai got another point. I'm pretty uh, okay with this so mm-hmm. far. Yeah. Well, you just keep guessing March and you're... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Question five. But question five is a two-point possible Ooh, question. Okay. Was it at midnight? <laughs> so I have to explain this pretty well. So it's today, when we're recording this, is June 16th. The highly anticipated game, The Last of Us Part Two, is coming out this Friday. I don't mm-hmm. know about you guys. I'm very excited about it. That's what I'm going to play this weekend. Have you guys been, you've been following... Announcements related to this I'm, game. I'm stay, trying to stay away from it because I've not played Last of Us, uh, the original The Last of Us. That's on my list, very high up. So okay. it's probably the next game you I need, play. You, yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, so it's 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 um it is now scheduled to be released this Friday, June nineteenth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Immediately prior to the coronavirus outbreak, it was scheduled for May 29th. It had been even rescheduled from before, but two events happened between the time it was scheduled for May 29th and the time it was rescheduled. So first is, at some point, the developers announced that the game was being, quote, delayed indefinitely. They did not give a new date. They just said, it's not going to be May 29th. We are delaying it. Check back later. And then at some point after that, they did announce the final release date of June 19th. So I want months for both those events. The, the announcement that it was delayed indefinitely and the announcement of the final release date. Okay. Wow, that's hard. Okay, I'm locked in. So when was it originally scheduled for? It's tricky because I can't... It was originally scheduled for, I think, way back in February, but that's what I'm talking about. I'm saying at the start of the coronavirus outbreak, Mm -hmm. it was scheduled for May 29th, and its final release date that they have... That is is this Friday, June 19th. All right, Malin. Okay, yeah. (laughs) Man, that confidence. I I could see it till here. Okay. Kai, what are your two... 
So I say none of the Dicks. above for the first part and May for the second. Okay. Mine are the same. I say none of the above for the first. I think it was probably February and then May for the second. Okay. You are both incorrect on both oh, counts. Me. Really? <laughs> both events happened in April. Really? The, uh, it was, it was announced to be delayed indefinitely on April 2nd, and then they gave the final de- release date was announced on April 27th. Okay. Huh. I feel okay with that because I don't, that wouldn't, not even my second guess would have been that, so. <laughs> no, I don't think it would have been mine either. Man. All right. Question number six. The year 2020 marks the 20th anniversary of the release of the PlayStation 2, a very popular console. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which month marks the anniversary of the original PlayStation 2 release? <laughs> okay, I got it. Uh, I'm locked. I'm locked in. I don't know if I got it. <laughs> <laughs> See, usually I have pretty decent memories of console launches. PlayStation Two feels very blurry, right? Because there's two angles for this. You either remember what month it was originally launched mm-hmm. in, or you remember if gaming blogs wrote articles about the mm. the 20th anniversary. Uh, no, I definitely think I should get there by memory. If you struggle with like remembering short-term events, you would de- de- feel like the f- knowing when it was originally released should be your safe bet. All right, Kai, we're going to say in about like three or four seconds, you need to pick <laughs> something. All right, I'm, I'm forced locked in. Locked in? Locked in. Locked yeah. in. <laughs> All right. Oh, man. Malin, what is your pick? I'm going to say April. Oh, me too. Okay. Mm. You both say April, you sure? No, yeah. I'm kidding. You don't get to change your mind. Um, you're both wrong. It was oh, March 4th, 2000 is when it was released in Japan. It was released oh. in North America in September of that year. But the uh, original launch was March 4th. All right, I feel like I've done a lot better in the first half of this. Yeah, yeah. I feel like <laughs> yes, I did, did pretty bad completely. I started getting confident and now you crushed me again. So that- <laughs> So that does, that does, uh, cover those, the main non tiebreaker questions. And, um, Kai ended up with three points and Mullen <laughs> ended up with one point. <laughs> just can't win. Oh, that was- Can we still hear the tiebreaker? Yeah. I wanna you want to try the tiebreaker yeah, just yeah. to see? Okay. Should we do like whoever makes a time break, t- time breaker wins the whole thing? No. That's no. Not, that sounds great to me. <laughs> No, no, whoever wins the tiebreaker wins the tiebreaker. Okay. okay. The tiebreaker was designed, of course, to make it so you both, bo- it would be very, very, very unlikely that both of you would win. All right. Um, so it's a little bit of a different style que- question. How many games total were released on Steam in the months March, April, and May combined? Ooh. Closest number gets the total the over the three months. Point. Is that what you're saying? The total over all three months. If okay. you look at all the new releases on Steam in March plus April plus May and add, add them all up. And that's all for 2019, I assume. Not all March. <laughs> of course not. Or 2020. <laughs> We're in the year 2020. Oh, yeah. It is not all Marches and all Aprils. It is okay. this year. Okay. 2020. While we've been in lockdown. Um... Steam has a lot of releases, a lot of like small, small things, early access. 
I will, but also that is, I don't know how good of a time it was released. I don't know if people try to hold stuff. I I will go, okay, I have a number. Malin? Uh, so it's the closest, right? Whoever is the closest? Yes, we don't okay. have to worry about you. You can go over, you can go under, it's whoever okay. is. So I'm going to pick 120. Oh, wow. Okay. okay. That's a I lot, have, right? I have 2,000. Really? I feel like 120. I, okay. No. Uh, maybe I'm completely, I'm definitely completely I, one wrong. One of us will be completely wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or, or, so, or both of us. I'll go month by month and I'll tell you the total. In oh, no. March, there were 738 <laughs> wow, games okay. released. I'm s- super wrong. Yeah. In April, there's 820 games. And in May, there's 843 games for a total of 2,401. Wow, Ta-da. that's so many games. That's a lot of games. Uh, that's, yes, that's it is. Crazily uh, many. Yep. It's a, it's enough games that I was not able to directly go on Steam and just look at the <laughs> at the previous release calendar because you'd see like you know pages one of fifty and you keep going next next <laughs> and I had to go to uh, Steam Spy which does uh, collect those statistics for you. Man, that's fun. Man, that's a lot of games. That's though. so many games. Mm. Jeez. Cool. That was fun. Well, I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. You you did overall, I'd say, uh, quite badly. Um, <laughs> but that was part of the fun. Yeah. I was actually quite proud of myself. I good thought I would you. do way worse. I thought I because would do Mom way better. One, I'm, every- real, I'm usually really good at those details, and that's embarrassing. And even, even the thing with the steam, like, I, I can guess... Oh, I can guess so many things. Like it is super exactly not right. fun usually to play guessing games with Marlin because it's like, how much do you think they charge for this arbitrary watch? And Marlin's like two thousand eight hundred twenty-four dollars. So it's like <laughs> two thousand eight hundred twenty-five. You were off by a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, well, uh, I guess I'm I have happy, no sense of time. I'm, I'm happy that in this <laughs> particular setting you failed because that means I'm victorious. And and you got to prepare a number fact once again. <laughs> well, like I said before, number fact is easier to prepare than a quiz. So well. who is really the winner here? <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to... It, maybe you can find a, uh, a five-player game for the next, uh, number fact. <laughs> no, I think I already know what I want to talk about. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. Oh, so you, you threw it. You wanted the number, yeah. you wanted to do the number fact. You already have them probably all planned out for the next ten. <laughs> Cool, cool. Well, let's uh, talk. Let's move on to our next segment where normally we collectively choose a single game to discuss, a game that we've recently played or a game that we're interested in. Um, I think things have been so chaotic lately that we really haven't had a chance to do that. So, in this case, what we thought we would do is just um, talk collectively about two minute games (laughs) that we have played recently. What's that? Two minute drill. VR Two minute drill. That's all. <laughs> well, that's good. We you'll have more of a ch- you can t- even talk longer about two minute drill and all of your two I minute drill like dreams. I feel like you should not be able to talk for more than two minutes. <laughs> the game is this game is so small in scope that I don't think there's anything new can say about this game at this point. <laughs> Kai, have you played anything recently besides two minute drill? Let me ask you a different question. Uh-huh. Have you played anything recently that was not on our bracket? Um, based on like the state of the world and the state of our personal lives, I've not played a lot of things that seem to require a lot of commitment. Like at the moment, I would not jump into a game of a uh, I don't know, The Witcher three length or or like yeah. um, 
like the last of us that those are kind of out of the scope for for what i want to play at the moment so i did play a lot of kind of small vr experiences so for example oculus released for the quest hand tracking recently so uh, that you can actually like play games without controllers and you use your hands and they use the cameras to see your hands and you can interact with your actual hands in the game world so there uh, i played some of those uh, kind of early experiences that they have they are more like tech demos for hand tracking so i've done some of that that was fun but it's nice right for for you can kind of jump in into a different world for like 10 minutes and you're like all right uh, i've seen something else not just my own four walls all day and and it's kind of <laughs> satisfying uh otherwise it's it's mostly been kind of comfort mobile games that i've played like ah. hold down I, I don't know if either of you played Hold Down. Yes, yes, I love that game. Yeah. I don't know so, if I actually played it. I haven't played yeah. it in a while. Yeah, I've, I've probably played it. Probably because I mastered it so early. There was no reason. <laughs> too good at the game. I mean, uh, if if you want to... W- what's your high score, Master of Hold Down? I don't even know. I'll look right now. <laughs> yeah, I, I've played that probably an unhealthy amount lately. <laughs> hmm. Balin, what about you? What, uh, what have you been playing recently? I've been playing Spyro, uh, which I wanted to put in our brackets, uh-huh. but I can, I can pick that here now. Um, so yeah, uh, I really enjoyed playing Spyro as a kid, um, when it came out originally. And then there was the remastered version, uh, of the whole trilogy. So I've been starting to play that. Haven't gotten very far yet, but it's enough for me to realize that I really want to continue playing it. It's, it's, it's fun and it's, like it's like a nice colorful world, I guess, but it's also uh, it's a bit Mario like to that. Like if you haven't played it before, it's a bit like that. I did lie. I just realized I did since our last recording. I do believe I played Control, which I don't think I've played. Well, that wasn't the, the bracket re- list, though. Pardon? That wasn't the bracket. That wasn't the bracket. Yes. That is true. You can talk about Control. I mainly said talk about something that wasn't in the bracket because I didn't want to hear about two minute drill <laughs> anymore. No, 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 Control, I, I, again, um, it might not have shown that much in, in, a, in a quiz before, but my sense of time is completely screwed up. Um, <laughs> so I don't actually know when I play Control, but I did play it with this year at some point, uh, and <laughs> I enjoyed that a lot more than, than I, even more. I, I had fairly high expectations, but I enjoyed it more than, than I thought. It was, I think, really well done. I did like, uh, the janitor a lot. Um, I don't want to give too too much away, but I don't know. He had a very like having met a lot of fin- Finnish people. He had a very Finnish vibe to him, uh, and I appreciate that <laughs> a lot. I think the the game studio is actually from Finland, so that it was probably easy to find a Finnish voice actor for that. Um, but yeah, I, I just enjoyed pretty much all aspects of that. There was one boss fight that I was. Uh, that cost a lot of cursing. Um, uh, I don't remember specifically, but I know there was at least one that was the worst one for me. Yeah, and and uh, yeah, so there there was that, and it it, it turned into I don't know. I think I started to attempt that boss fight maybe at around ten p.m. and I have I did not give up until about two a.m. Um, and the frustration did build up. So there, there's definitely that. If you want a challenging game, you have some of that in control. Um, but otherwise, apart from that, at that point, I, I briefly considered to just abandon a game because I, I did not... I, I was like, I either give up here and never play this again, or I, I fight through this. And I, it did take me a few hours, but I got through it. Hmm. But um, yeah, I, I very, very much enjoyed that. And I 
very much looking forward to to diving into the DLC soon. Have you tried the DLC? I have not. I I want. I very much want to. I basically put it on my wish list, waiting for it to go on sale because I I'm patient and I don't need to mm. pay full price if I <laughs> don't have to. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So mine is like Spyro isn't really challenging, but it's like it's a collecting game. You know, you're going around. You're supposed to save the world, and then you have boss fights uh, now and then as well. There are some like flying challenges, and I think in general, if you're like for a nostalgic reason, I think it's a good game. But I also think it has been voted as a really good game um, in general. And this so. and this is a a remake, a remaster, or just a straight. It, no, it's, it's a, a remake. Remake, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so it's it looks it looks really good. And yeah, I definitely recommend it. Is it, it. Is it did it meet your nostalgia like level? Did it did, is it everything you remember it as or have you been playing it on and off re- recently anyways? No, I would say it's it's better than I expected because when I played it as a kid, I didn't own it myself. So, like, I'd never actually get to finish it. So, yeah. uh, I enjoy it more because I feel like I'm the one, like, continuing and playing it. And it's sort of like, it, it's, it's great for me to be able to actually complete the game. Uh, although yeah. I didn't do that yet, but it's more satisfying to play your own game, right? Um, it was, it's more funny than I remembered. Like, the dialogues are quite amusing. You're like, there are those dragons, but. They're really not hardcore bra- hardcore dragons. They are like very artsy dragons, and the only one that's more hardcore is the smallest dragon, which is you, which is Spyro. And he's like, he uh. wants to save the world, and he's like five times smaller than all the other dragons. And all the other dragons don't really care; like they just they, they just want to do arts and like do other things. See, I thought you were going to say that the other dragons were just you know lazy or unmotivated, but it's really just more like they're they're artists. Yeah, they, yeah. Artists and scientists and historians. Yep. That's more what the dragons are. I see. They're not warriors. They're not. No. No. They're not adventure seekers. No, not exactly. And okay. Yeah, cool. It's, it's cool. I, I have never, I know very little about uh, the Spyro game or games other than what you've told me. So I'm very intrigued. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll let you know more about it next time. Yeah. And I probably, <laughs> hopefully, finish it. How about yourself? Um, I actually kind of made up a list because I had to rem- remember oh, wow. what everything was. Uh, I played, I played, I, this is a couple months ago now, but I played the, the Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, which is, you know, I love Star Wars. So mm-hmm. any Star Wars game that isn't blatantly multiplayer, I'm going to get excited about. <laughs> it's pretty good. If you like Star Wars, I recommend it. It's just kind of a, you know, good, uh, action adventure game. It's, you know, not the best, not the worst, but it's cool. Um, I played Assassin's Creed Syndicate and mm-hmm. that was part of me just catching up on my backlog of games that I've owned for four or five years. Uh, that's fun. That's one of my, I've enjoyed that probably more than other Assassin's Creed games I've played. Uh, but, uh, it is a little, uh, a little violent and you do stab people a little too much for my taste. So, um, after that, I, I absolutely needed a palate cleanser. I, I needed something that was, uh, completely just fun and mindless. And so I purchased, uh, Luigi's Mansion 3 for the Switch because <laughs> I had already played, uh, most of the Mario games and I just wanted something like that. And it's a good game. I recommend it. You know, it's, uh, you know, made in is Vancouver. It, is it, uh, really? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Moving on to my next game. <laughs> You know, it's, 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 it's simple and straightforward. It's, it's exactly what you think. Uh, it's nothing special, but also nothing bad or boring. If you just need, uh, 
a Mario atmosphered game uh, with that kind of, you know, simple fun. I -hmm. recommend it. Have you played the other Luigi Mansion games before that? No, this is the first one I played. I feel a little bit like I was thrown into the middle of the plot, like, Mm -hmm. uh, you know... So, but how, how much of a plot? Yeah, is there? That's what well, I don't know. Like, look, he, okay, so he Mario's gone and find him. He has his little ghost dog, which I don't know if that was like acquired in a previous okay. one and is okay. now his buddy. Um, so he, it's just there without acknowledgement. You're like, well, yeah, yeah, he's just there. Well, okay, so it starts off you and your whole Mario gang, all the characters are going. You're staying at a hotel, right? So I should mention, it's not even a mansion. It's a haunted <laughs> hotel that he's staying at. So uh, I don't know why they call it Luigi's Mansion. And they're all going there for vacation. And of course, evil forces, haunted forces, etc. trap everyone else. Luigi has to save the day. But he's going on the trip with his with his ghost dog, which probably has some name and all the fans of, of all the Nintendo nerds are yelling at me and, and criticizing me for not knowing this. But... Uh, uh, so I, apparently just his character in general owns this, uh, this dog that is apparently half ghost, half dog. Uh, so I don't know what's on with that. And then, and then, you know, the main game mechanic in Luigi's Mansion is you are, you have a vacuum cleaner that you use to suck things up or blow them away. And, you know, he just, I think, I, I can't remember. I think he just has it with him, you know, like maybe he's just, maybe like the second time he's like, you look, every yeah, time you, I travel to, to a, 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 whole, a mansion, there's always ghosts. I might as well bring my vacuum cleaner so I can, because you suck up the ghosts, right? Mm-hmm. That's, that's one of the main mechanics. So I don't know. Like I said, it's, it's, uh, it's cool. It's not that long of a game. If I were Luigi, I would not go anywhere without a vacuum cleaner at this point. <laughs> and, and it has, you know, it's, it's an advanced vacuum cleaner. I mean, it's probably like it's the, um, you know, on the, on the wire cutter. It's whatever their high level <laughs> pick is, not the main pick. Uh, cause there's all sorts of crazy attachments to do, to do other things, you know, um, cause you can shoot like, a plungers out of it, mm-hmm. which okay. can suck onto something and then you, Pull them. You use it to like pull open doors and stuff. It's you crazy. Buy different but wire fun game. So if, products if you like the Mario style games and you're out of them, if you already if you already mastered Mario Odyssey and some of the other ones, but you just want something like that, mm. this is a, a, a just a simple version of that. You'll play mm. it. You'll finish it. You'll be done. You'll be happy. <laughs> and then real quick, more recently, because after that it was. I think I finished that a week, two weeks ago, and I knew that The Last of Us Part Two is coming out on Friday. I didn't want to start anything too big, too giant, or too heavy because I wanted to. St- I don't usually buy games on day one, but I am for in this case. And so um, I had another game, and Kara was interested in playing a game with me, so we chose a game called A Way Out, which is it might be a PlayStation yeah, only we have it. game. We were have planning on playing it as well. We played the first. Wait, we play the intro sequence. <laughs> like the first three minutes. Do you recommend it? We had a lot of fun. I would say um, 90% of it. Just, you know, it's a s- simple, fun game. Um, you know, it's not really hard. It's it's cooperative, split-screen, fun game. Um, I'd say 10% of it, uh, I feel like things changed in a way that I feel a little more iffy about and i don't want to spoil anything so i will not say any more but uh i was much less happy with it at the very end of playing it than i was say halfway through for those that don't know sorry i should i should explain this is a uh two-player cooperative game where each person you play two um 
inmates in prison and um you're trying to find a quote way out of prison <laughs> you know it's not a spoiler to say that they 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 hatch a plan to to break out and accomplish some other some other goals all right okay Man, that is a difficult uh, recommendation. Yeah, I think we will play it. I mean, we have it, so we, mm. we should. I recommend it. Play it. And let, and let, you've already played three minutes, so if you've already, you know. <laughs> How do you feel about the mechanic that there are, like, sometimes kind of two storylines happen in, in parallel? Do you feel like it's hard to keep up with both, or? I didn't, I, I didn't feel like that was a big problem. That does happen more. In the very, very beginning of the game. Okay. When you first start the game, you the two prisoners have not yet met. And so it is a bit more separate. Um, but later on, after you've met and you're working together, although you are still split screen and maybe you're you are doing separate things, they are not you're trying to accomplish the same goal. So they're mm-hmm. not like completely different mm-hmm. things. And you know, there's a few times where we did have to make a rule where it's like, look, if I'm talking to someone and they're giving me information <laughs> and you're standing next to someone waiting to talk to someone else, just wait until my guy's done. Mm-hmm. Um there, there's subtitles so you can always read what's happening at mm-hmm. the same time. It never became mm-hmm. horrible, mm-hmm. but uh Part part of the fun is you are not meant yeah. to play completely independently. You mm-hmm. are meant mm-hmm. to look and see what your partner's doing and say, "Oh, you're over there. Oh, you found the thing I needed. Bring that over mm-hmm. here to me." Kind mm-hmm. of thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, that sounds fun. Yeah, yeah. 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 Should get that shot <laughs> again. It sounds like it's it's in our wheelhouse. So. Yeah, yeah, we should play. Cool. Otherwise, I also feel like it's a good time right now to get your kind of video game fix without actually playing video games with all the kind of usually it would be e3 period right mm-hmm. now right and yeah. with with that not happening we kind of get all those different announcements like the playstation amount announcement and the pc game whatever announcement so it's also kind of fun to just like i i'm i'm getting a lot out of just watching those kind of presentations or even summaries of those presentations and i feel quite satisfied with that so if if I'm not having as much time. I, I can get a lot out of what I usually get out of video game from just watching uh, presentations, and that's that's quite fun. And I I do like to. Uh, I both like games, but I also like to see how the industry, where the industry is, and where it's going, and kind of you know at the moment we kind of see how PlayStation or Sony with the PlayStation 5 kind of has one direction of how they announce things, right? Fairly diverse again, kind of like showing a lot of different games, focusing on gameplay, while Microsoft seemed to have been focused more on on like the hardware and the console. You saw the console before you saw games, right? And it's kind of focusing on how much raw processing power they have. And it's kind of interesting to see them kind of approaching this from different directions. And both of them kind of seeming to to figure out like, all right, how much are, are we going to charge? And then there are rumors coming up. And, and I find that is also a very interesting period in, in video gaming, even if you're not actually playing video games, just following that and kind of making up your own own mind of where you think things are going and what what the kind of strategic uh, approaches are I, I find that very enjoyable so i'm i'm getting a lot out of out of uh, those two co- companies trying to launch launch their new products yeah absolutely and it's it's a weird year though right cuz it's it's there each company is having to maybe handle the release announcements and things differently mm-hmm. than they mm-hmm. otherwise would have um and so it's it almost uh 
whatever game of chess they would normally be mm. playing between each other, it's now taken to the next level because mm. you you <laughs> can't even chess. anticipate. I'm not I'm not saying that they treat it like a completely like each company is the other one's opponent, but uh, you know it makes everything even less predictable, mm. right? That, mm-hmm. We were already thinking like, oh, what, whatever, what's everyone going to announce? How, are they going to take the same approach they took during the last console generation? Mm-hmm. And, uh, now it's like, you can't guess anything. I mean, mm-hmm. I, if you ask me right now, what month are they going to announce the release dates, the mm-hmm. launch dates of the consoles? Mm-hmm. I, I would have no guess whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And, and you couldn't look at the, the last two launches to, to try to figure it out. Mm-hmm. I had a follow-up item, actually, from last time we recorded. Jesus. Okay. <laughs> I know, it's, it's a bit late. But this well, is something... 2017 bit- <laughs> or whenever that was that we recorded last. So an update on the memory card on the PlayStation? <laughs> no, this is something I wanted to ask Adam. Because I listened back to the episode, and we were talking about VR gaming. And you were talking about how you enjoyed playing your VR games, games like, in a relaxed way. Like, you like to sit down and play. Like, so you... Like sit yes. on the couch rather yes. than standing up. So you didn't like things like uh, Beat Saber necessarily. So I was curious. Um, yes, I love Beat Saber, but you are correct that my primary way I enjoy playing mm-hmm. VR is sitting down. So then I was wondering, we talked about <laughs> uh, Super Hot last time. Did yeah. you play that sitting down? No, I, I stood up. Okay. If a game makes it clear you need to stand... Which at least half the VR games I've played, you know, it is like you you need to stand. Uh, then I'll stand. But if a game is more, if it's clear you could sit or you could stand, it's up to you. It doesn't matter. We'll adjust it. Then I'll always sit. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. Just wanted to check you, in. Were you were you trying to like uh, was, <laughs> you know picture me playing super hot while <laughs> while sitting down? I was like, how does that while, work? While laying down in my bed. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I was just curious. So yeah, I figured I'd clear that up. I, I knew I know all the listeners were also sitting there wondering, so I figured I should I should check in with you. Most luckily, a lot of VR games are not super long games. Um and so standing is not not that I, I am not, you know, um <laughs> you know, feeble in any way. I can stand up for long periods of time, but I just I prefer not to. And uh <laughs> You know, it's, it's, uh, I don't know where I'm going with this. I'm tired. Uh, I don't want, I don't don't want, I'm not against uh, standing, but I, in general, I should say in general, I like to put my, the way I play video games is I sit on my sofa with a controller and play video games. And so when possible, if I'm doing VR, I tend to gravitate towards the same play style. But Adam is not discriminating against standing gamers. (laughs) Okay, cool. That's all I want to know. Games should be played on a sofa with a game controller and leaning back as far possible. You see, you see, um, advertisements from gaming companies where they show all the friends sitting on the sofa and they're all leaning forward with the joysticks, you know, up there. Like they're just so like, like excited about the game. They can't, they can't lean close enough to the TV to get that great gaming action. I find that to be ridiculous. Uh, you should be leaning back as far as you can, depending on everyone has different sofa, different level of cushions. You know, it, it just depends, but you know, as, as much as you can kind of like lean back. If you, if you have a, um, 
coffee table you want to put your feet up on as you you can lean back farther that is the correct way <laughs> to play video games opinionated topic there's no you're not sitting at a desk sorry pc gamers you're not using a mouse you're not standing you're not sitting at attention looking like you just are so excited you need to look like you could at any point fall asleep and the game is doing just enough to prevent that uh, through generating interest. That is not the answer I expected, but I very much appreciate it. Yeah. Sorry, I have to go create a new subreddit called Sofa Gamers. There probably is one. Now I need to check.